Hi, everyone. And welcome to Televisions, the podcast, an audio companion to the Televisions website and a show made by Angle Files for Angle Files. I am Lacey Barger-Milas, and I'm the editor here at Televisions. And joining me, as usual, is my co-host, Miss Annie Bundle. Hello. Hello. How are you today? Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my to-do list seems to keep getting longer instead of getting shorter, and it's uh, it's a little upsetting. It's rather rude. I'm totally down with that. Yeah. I blame January, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Um, We are talking about at least something that made me happy while I had to do it today, which is <laughs> not as common as one would hope, Uh, which is the season three. I started to say premiere, but I guess we're talking about the first two episodes. The season three return. Let's put it that way. Of uh, everyone's favorite cozy animal show, All Creatures Great and Small, and Woo-hoo! our regular recapper, Miss Janet Mullaney, is here to talk about cows with us. Cows and other things. Hi, Hello. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. There was a there was a cat in this episode for like twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> a huge cat. Either that, or it was a very small child. And the cat gets mats. Yes, which I I feel as some as someone who owns cats, they get mats. Mm-hmm. But I'm always here for the cat representation, as minor as it may often be. But season three, how are we feeling? Um, I, uh, I like the fact that we got the wedding out of the way in the first episode. I, for some reason, I'd sort of assumed that we were going to hold off on that wedding until like the end of the season. So having it in the premiere was kind of a nice surprise. Yes, it got things wrapped up, which I mean, they really needed to be wrapped I up. Thought, I thought we probably would, if only because it was so in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I was like, they're not going to put that in the trailers if it's from the end of the season. That's true. Um, but I was very, I was very pleased with that. I just watched too much TV, is what I'm saying. Um, and I also, uh, I, I have to say that I like the fact that we have, for the first time, I think, um, an animal story that lasts more than one episode. Um, with the cows and the tuberculosis. Yeah. Um, I need some, but I, I sort of got the, like, so cows can get TV. Oh, yes. I'm learning all about animal husbandry <laughs> from this show. I did not, I don't know. Because, you know, there's some diseases that don't really transfer from humans to animals or they don't really have, like, an animal equivalent. So the animals can get tuberculosis and they can give it to people. Yes, it, it gets passed on in the milk. Ew. Is that how kids got tuberculosis on a regular basis in England? Well, because I think of tuberculosis as this childhood disease that existed a whole lot mm-hmm. from like the Victorian era up to like post World War II. Oh yeah, well it um it can manifest in several ways. Um, it I mean you can get it in your bones, you can get it in your brain, um, but generally it's it's most commonly portrayed in TV series and and opera. Don't forget it, opera. Oh yeah, um, right. As thank you, Lacey. Have people coughing? <laughs> I know, and I, I don't. I didn't have like a like a handkerchief to sort of, to sort of um, discreetly like cough blood into or anything. Is T- TB is the same thing as consumption? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Basically, when, when anyone who ever had consumption in any television show or book or opera, as you point out, um, is dying of tuberculosis. Yes. And um. And there's a reason why the standard temperature is 98.6, but most people run lower than that. And that is because there was so much tuberculosis and also so much gum disease that the majority 
of the population in the 19th century and probably into the 20th century um, were just running a low-grade fever all the time, which is really sort of horrendous. Ew. Yes. Ew. Yes. <laughs> that is your medical fact. Quite honestly, I don't understand the TB testing as it was being done. They would, James was had a caliper and he was testing a fold of skin, but we weren't told why and how that worked. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I was very much confused by the whole, I, I have to admit that I was kind of, um, that was definitely harder for mm-hmm. me to understand than say, I don't know, like the, uh, the, 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 the throat thing on the dog, yeah. like where actually I thought that was really well done because I know that's not actually real, mm-hmm. but it looked so real. It did, didn't it? Mostly I was just like, who has a pet that would just lay still while you cut a hole in its throat? They didn't even knock that poor dog out. They, mm-hmm. sed- they sedated him, him, her, I think, or may, or yeah. maybe gave him, her a painkiller. But yeah, I, I, I really, um, the, the tuberculosis testing stuff I was really perplexed by. Mm-hmm. And um, unlike some shows where I feel like I can really sort of like Google the history and learn about it, the tuberculosis stuff, I especially because it's animal husbandry and mm-hmm. not people-based, mm-hmm. that there was sort of a, a, a knowledge gap when I tried mm-hmm. to sort of understand what the heck I was watching. I just assume that James is not going to lie to me, so... It's fine. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I, I, I thought it was very sweet that he was very, like, worried about, like, making sure that these calves don't have tuberculosis mm-hmm. um, in... You know, he 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 tests this herd of cows um, in the first episode, and then the second episode, he's worried about this, the, the, you know, these calves. And, um, you know, I think the fact that, like, we have this ongoing thing where he now wants to be, like, a TB testing, mm-hmm. like, site at their vet practice and Siegfried is absolutely against it mm-hmm. um is you know we didn't really resolve that this episode and I feel kind of like this this is a thing that we're going to sort of see well, wait, wait, I want to go back I want to mm-hmm. go back to the James and Helen stuff yeah. first because that's oh. technically all the stuff we're talking about now is technically like episode two so let's talk about episode one. Well, no, because it's it's both episodes because he nearly misses his own wedding mm-hmm. for checking these cows. Well, yeah, but the calves don't have to be. No, no, they don't know what they have and I mean, James was hoping in a way that it was lead poisoning because that's something he, he'd be able to handle. But um, but it was really pure chance that that they discovered exactly what was wrong with them. I know that was a little convenient. Like the random lady is like, hey, I bought this bottle of literal snake oil from a man and I can't read. Yeah. So I don't know what it says. Ha ha. That can't be it. <laughs> um, yes, that is true. Anyway, James, James and Helen, let's talk about let's talk about their wedding, because back to your point, I, I am glad that they got it out of the way. And I also thought it was just really lovely. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that whole episode, I thought the whole premiere episode was just really cozy and lovely and great. Yeah, I loved it. And it was so cleverly done as well. You had all these different themes linking in the I mean, the fact that the country was mobilizing without actually being officially at war. And that was just going on and on and um, and you you know the thing about the wedding though it was interesting because Helen was so nervous about it, and I would have thought there would have been a lot more gossip about it, and this they were just keeping it very quiet, possibly. I did think it was interesting the times that they brought up her wedding, her or her not wedding, I guess, to Hugh, and 
like maybe don't try to fake your dad out about that girl like that's mean but um like i thought that i thought that was interesting when he was like i can't go through this again (laughs) (laughs) because that would have been like that would have been such a big deal we've talked about this before about what a big deal that would have been for the whole family Mm -hmm. not just her and everyone in town is suddenly like really cool with this i guess like james and helen are just like their adorableness is that powerful because everybody else is just like oh they're so cute let's keep it rolling not like is she gonna run away bride on him again yeah you you would have thought at the very least that people would have been placing bets on whether she'd go through with this there would be this whole sort of town gambling industry going on (laughs) it didn't happen um yeah you know i i think this is one of those things you know because you mentioned this last time we talked about season two janet um Mm -hmm. how helen should have been much more of a pariah socially for what she had done and how this really didn't how the show kind of didn't really capture that because in a way we are you know nearly a hundred years past that kind of thing and mm-hmm. so there's a level where that won't read to audiences in the same way. So the show sort of didn't really delve into it. And I I feel like in the same way that there's a level where this this is the same sort of thing where where it should have been a much bigger gossip mill. It should have been a much bigger scandal. But the show the audience won't buy it because it's a hundred mm-hmm. years later, and 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 that's not how the world works anymore. And I think that there's a level where the show didn't want to go there because it didn't want to sort of mm-hmm. try the audience's patience with that to come up to, to you know, as, as best as I can explain it. Yeah. Well, the simple explanation might be that people liked James Herriot more than they liked Hugh. It's true. And Hugh, and Hugh was like, I mean, he was a bit of a jerk, really, but he was the lord of the manor. And... There might have been a sort of reverse snobbishness about it that Helen was sort of reaching above her station. So having her marry James, she's the, the the natural order has been restored, so we're all okay with it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I did. Um, I really I kept expecting Tristan to find the ring at the end, and mm-hmm. I was actually a little startled that they just lost it completely. Yes. Um, yeah, that that seemed un- unresolved. But I thought the ring, I thought the Siegfried ring move was really sweet. It was. Mm-hmm. Like, that was really just very, so very touching. Yeah. Although, I will tell you the one thing that made me super uncomfortable about this episode was, I don't, I mean, I realize this is basically like a kid show with animals, but I the dog pooping <gasps> in the back of the car, oh, like I just cannot. And they're just like driving, like it, like it's totally normal for an animal to be just like defecating in the back seat. And well, it wasn't defecating; I it was going was to, like, it, it was going to throw up. Oh, I thought it was pooping it oh, out. Oh no! Either way, okay, <laughs> pretty just gross. recast everything I said with an animal vomiting in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just assumed he was pooping it out because that's like you know dogs eat a lot of weird things and you just try to get him to poop it out. But yeah, I'd vomit's not that much better. It really isn't. Yeah, I have to say, like honestly, because we watched uh, the OG All Creatures back in December, Lacey and I for mm. uh, for our our. 
Projects Revisited series. We watched some of it. Let's be clear. We watched up to the wedding in the original show, which is literally only eight episodes. And I don't even think I made it that far because the show just moves faster. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the point being is that one of the things that struck me there is how gross all the animals were and how much grosser, how much more gross out humor there was in the original show. And I felt like the dog vomiting in the back seat. And I too assumed it was pooping, um, just mm-hmm. for the record. Um, I was like, oh, that's more of the the original show showing through. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like, I don't know if they feel like, I don't know if they just think that like animal humor is like dumb humor. So I don't know. The whole like we kept, not that, the we kept losing the ring thing is oh, I found that and I found that annoying. I thought I also thought it was really annoying because I'm like Tristan's an idiot but he's not like non-functional. Yes. And then then the animal eating it was just like oh no. Well, you know dogs do like leather. I had a friend who whose dog ate her Christmas present off the tree one year because her mother gave her a very lovely watch with a leather strap and he ate it. Oh. Yeah, this is why we don't have dogs. Did, did he barf it out? Did he barf it out? No, it just sort of continued through and he had no ill effects from it because he, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, it was strange, but I think the ring should have shown up in someone's shoe or something. Uh, Yeah. Like I was, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The whole like knotted string was really sweet mm -hmm. and it tied back Mrs. Hall's story and it Mm -hmm. tied the two wars together and the different generations and something borrowed, et cetera. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got that. But also I kept, I was like, no, the ring's going to show up. Right. But that Mm -hmm. really, really. Well, I just really liked it. I really, A, I really liked it because I just thought it was very sweet but i also felt like it was a nice way to sort of include siegfried who is so very clearly struggling with people who are not him forming relationships with people who are not him (laughs) so like i thought that was like a really like nice way to kind of include him it's sort of like his blessing i just thought it was really sweet Mm -hmm. even though god knows where that ring is i also love the fact that there were two dogs at the wedding and um and Siegfried had this ridiculously funny line about, oh, well, Clancy is almost one of the family because we treat him so often. And he's this huge sort of eating and throwing up machine. <laughs> uh, and and then Tricky Woo on the pillow. Oh. Tricky Woo comes by yes. himself. <gasps> Tricky Woo comes on his own. I love it. The yeah. footman carrying him in who got all offended yeah. on his behalf. It was almost like they were going to christen Tricky Woo. <laughs> I, I did. I I did love. I I mean. I need to know if Tricky got his own invitation. I mean, let's be honest. We 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 are a tricky. We are a tricky Woo fans. I right hear. Um, mm-hmm. Oh uh, yes, obviously he's the best boy. Um, but honestly, like I have to say, I did not expect him to show up as a guest of honor by himself without without his Mrs. Pumphrey. That really See, was. That's why I need to know if he got his own invitation. I assume he must have. I think he probably did. Because because if I would have because otherwise I would have been like oh well, he came as Mrs. Mrs. Pumphrey's plus one but <laughs> he came by himself so he must have gotten his own invite yeah well Mrs. Pumphrey is very very big on you know the proper etiquette with Tricky Woo like um, if they if they're going to send a thank you letter for some lavish f- um, gift of food it has to be addressed to Tricky Woo because it was given to him by tricky woo <laughs> and so yeah i'm sure he had his own invitation um and i thought it was just 
absolutely ridiculous that you had this tiny, modest wedding and like approximately a third of the guests were dogs. That makes so much sense for the yes. show, though. Yeah, it does. It like, totally tracks. It does, yeah. But I thought, I mean, a lot of times I feel like weddings on TV are, are, I don't know, it was like a perfect, it was like perfect for them and perfect for the show. And I just thought it was really like, mm-hmm. I loved that premiere episode a lot. I thought it was really good. I I also absolutely love Helen's wedding dress. A plus costume. Oh, yes. Oh, well, you know, I really love the fact that Helen wore her favorite, what I think was her favorite dress um, as her going away dress. Yes. I, which is, I think it's a linen one with a red and green pattern. I think it has an asymmetrical bodice or something. It, it's a lovely dress. And I love that she was wearing that. In the, in the, in the cricket, at the cricket game last season. The cricket match. That they yes. actually, that they, that they actually crossed over uh, an outfit and reused it in a very specific way to sort mm-hmm. of show Helen at her happiest with mm-hmm. James um, because the last time we saw her incredibly happy was the cricket match where Hugh basically accepted that she was going to marry James and, that, and they were going to go live happily ever after. And I mm-hmm. thought that, yes, I thought that was actually a very sweet little piece of continuity. And I did love the fact that you pointed that out in your recap. And yes, it's in there. Yeah, I would not have noticed that <laughs> until, in fact, did not notice that until just now. Also, the knitwear. The knitwear remains absolutely splendid. Now, apparently, when this was, this was filmed, it was summer, yes. last summer, and it was incredibly hot. And they were having to pretend it was a cool Yorkshire spring. <laughs> and they poured with sweat all the time. Oh, poor things. Yes. Um, I, I do love the fact that they film in the first half of the year now. Um, you know, season one was actually filmed in the fall and they didn't mm-hmm. have nearly the amount of baby animals that they should have because of when the, the original was filmed. Oh, it's not like baby animal time. No. Um, and that's actually deliberately why they filmed season two in the spring um, last, uh, you know, for last season. This season, they tried to do the same thing, but it got delayed a little bit. So it ended up being more like summer. And yes, because of climate change. It was boiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking of baby animals, those poor little calves were so sweet. I mean, they were about the size of large dogs. They were lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually, I do. I, I do actually want to move on to season two a little bit because um, one of the things I, I want to talk about is Helen figuring out where her place is in, in, mm-hmm. the, in Skeldale House and her taking on the accounts. I mean, the obvious answer is that is that Siegfried should just hire her to do the books. Yes. So like yeah. she should just be like their organizer, their mm-hmm. minder. Yes. Their professional minder. The way like Mrs. Hall is their house minder. Yeah, but Siegfried is so territorial. Yeah. And, I, I, and I, he's so mean. I, I, I have to say, like, that also was really striking in, in the second episode, you know, especially after, even as, as Lacey says, you know, Siegfried had trouble with anyone who forms relationships with anyone who was not Siegfried. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he did, he was very sweet to them throughout the whole wedding and he was working very hard to make sure their wedding went off. Um, and then we get, literally the honeymoon's over. Like, we, uh, uh, let, well, it's a little bit, it's a little bit like oftentimes in, in, in novels or, or shows, you end with the wedding and you mm-hmm. never actually have to see what your real life looks like either for the couple who's just got married and now has to live together in like a tiny room on top of three other people or you never see like how other people who have been used to interacting with both halves of that 
union on their own have to recalibrate their own relationships with mm-hmm. them. And Siegfried cannot recalibrate. And he's Siegfried just fears change. He really does. Um, and that's yes. you know that's really it, it was just it was such a one eighty because you know the first episode also had um when they're going down to the pub for James's stag night like mm. there's a r- army recruiter and he's like no 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 vets don't count and like instantly grabbed James and Tristan away so that they wouldn't be you know tempted. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, but they have been already. Well, at least James has, yeah. And then to have this sort of like happen is, you know, this sort of one eighty where he's suddenly pushing them away and yelling and saying, "This is why I never wanted a partner" and all that. And like, it's like, dude, could you mm. like, could you pick a lane? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he's well, he's realised he's made himself very vulnerable because you know he's the big shot with the big ideas and and the power. And he's it's going and Helen going through the books is gonna show everyone how incompetent he is at paperwork. I mean, he hadn't deposited checks after saying they had a poor first quarter. Like more than one check. Yes, yes, yes. And um and I love the way Helen got in there with her little notebook and got all those piles of paper. I- I actually, I actually, this almost made me sorry that we stopped the OG All Creatures where we did, because mm-hmm. I am now curious if that's what happens in the original series. Because one of the thing, one of the threads that they actually introduced in the original series much earlier is that Siegfried is utterly incompetent in the books, and he's mm-hmm. basically going through these different women. He's going through these women trying to to find a secretary, and basically chases each and every one of them off because he's a territorial jerk. And he doesn't mm-hmm. actually want to help them, and he knows that, and and he doesn't want to admit how little he knows. And so mm-hmm. having having this sort of experience where 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 suddenly we don't have we didn't have any of that buildup in this version of it, and suddenly mm-hmm. it's being revealed as Helen goes in. I'm very curious if uh, in the original version was Helen did Helen take over the books? I I, I don't know. I th- I thought she was hired as. Oh no no no! I don't think she was hired as the secretary. I. I read somewhere in the first version that she was, but I think that was wrong. Mm. But but the thing was, she was going back to the farm to help her father. So she was sort of commuting mm. to and fro on the bicycle. Um, but I thought the really interesting thing about the Siegfried-James tension was that it really revealed cl- um, class differences because Siegfried sort of comes from an almost, almost gentry type family well, i mean you don't sort of, talk about the money yeah they're fairly posh and and there is some i believe there has been some money in the family and i'm actually reading a bio of um agatha christie at the moment who made tons of money and blew it in ridiculous ways and it was because she didn't have a sense of how to really treat money whereas james comes from a working class background. He's the son of a dock worker whose work may be um, erratic or not. His mother takes in sewing and he understands how important money is. And I love that he became sort of entrepreneurial and took Siegfried at face value in acting like a partner. I thought that was really great. But poor James, I mean, he's he's just got married and Presumably he and Helen want want to move out at some point, so they're thinking about saving money. And he finds his paycheck is less than Tristan's. 
and um and you know Siegfried just says oh well you know we we had a tough first quarter um 40% minus expenses and and it really inspires James to find a solution and I think he's very, very canny about that. And also he's got Helen warning him that the farmers will not take to the TB testing because what would happen if a cow, if one cow in the herd tests positive? That's the whole thing. That's the whole, that, that, that. Do they have to, do they have to put them down or they just have to quarantine them and see which ones get sick? How does this work? They will put the sick ones down and quarantine them and test them again. I think after about a month. But it was a long, drawn-out process, and it meant that there was no income coming in from milk uh-huh. for a month, okay. and that could make or break a farm. So, and it wasn't it wasn't the law that you had to do it, which it did become later. It was sort of voluntary, sort of like COVID testing. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yes, and um, it's only when a farmer has a personal experience, um, like the farmer that James goes and tests on his wedding day, well, the farmer's herd, rather, um, that his youngest son died of tuberculosis. So he really wants to get it done because he knows that it will kill people. And I think there was also this um, this sort of myth that you could tell a cow with tuberculosis because it would be skinny and coughing a lot. But <laughs> it's an insidious disease. I mean, the cow might look perfectly healthy, but still test positive, just like COVID. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't, you know, it's funny because, you know, I, ju- I sort of just came up with the COVID, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, equation just now. But now that I'm mm-hmm. thinking about it, like, yeah, actually, like this is really, um, it, it really is something there, there is an accidental, uh, 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 you know, parable going on here that i think Mm -hmm. we weren't really appreciating anyway yeah also i think the tuberculosis is the killer at home and this is a country that is heading for war and of course we know it's all gonna go pear-shaped in september i think um but everybody's hoping it's not gonna happen but you can see that siegfried's generation and mrs hall's generation are so very conscious that probably, yes, they are going to be at war soon. And they never thought that would happen again in their lifetime. I have a question about this. So talk to me. Does anybody know? And I could have Googled this, but I like truly just finished the episode. So this is not just my normal laziness. It's that I just finished watching it before we recorded. Why are vets um, exempt from like, you know, conscription or whatever? Food production. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Because it's not it's not pets then. It's farm animals. Yeah. Yes. They wanted to put a lot of effort into farming and food production because they didn't know whether they could import food as they had been doing. And so a lot of a lot of arable um, fields would would turn. No, not arable fields. Grazing fields would be turned into arable fields because they had to grow lots of potatoes and things. And um, and and they got a head start on it. But that that was why. Um, also, I think possibly they were looking at gasoline shortages and that, you know, the horses would need to be looked after because horses still were a very big thing at that point. I mean, this is the I think World War Two is the last war where horses were really a big deal. Right. Like, I, or was that World War One and people just weren't like in the war or just in the economy, in the economy? 
Yeah, in the economy for sure. Yes, Thea, everything changed in World War Two, and episode three will reveal more. <laughs> I, have, I, I have watched the whole series and I think it is just absolutely brilliant. And I kept crying and uh, it was wonderful. <laughs> really, really well done. I, I, I do love the fact, I know that you always watch way ahead from the rest of us while uh, Lacey. I wish I could do that. I can't do that. If I'm, re- well, I'm not, I guess I could do it with this because I'm not recapping it. But like if I'm writing about it, I have to watch it and then write and then watch it and then write. Yeah. I don't want to be that jerk that's like, hey, I wonder if it would be cool if this thing happened and then the thing happens. But I only said that because I knew it was going to happen. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be that person. Right. <laughs> yeah. But but I mean, the way the series brings in all these themes is really quite amazing. Um, and I think it's the best yet. And the interesting thing was, I was thinking about this, that you know, when it first started, I, I really loved it. But I thought, you know, this really isn't about the animals so much as the people. And I wondered whether that was going to be a flaw. But of course, you can't really separate the people from the animals. You have farmers whose lives and their incomes rely on the animals, like Kate, um, that poor lonely woman who'd fallen out with her sister. And she kept saying things like, the calves are like my family. Oh, They're yeah. like my children. And that was so sad. And I don't I don't know I what had happened between I just her to get like a the... dog. Like, just get a dog, girl. Yeah. And she had that little shrine to her sister. Yeah. And, uh, and was so bitter and sad about it. Yeah, I, I will say that that was... um. There, there's there's such a, a a thread of lonely people finding each other in this yes. show um whether it's siegfried finding james or helen finding you know like and, and james finding a family within the yorkshire community mm-hmm. um i feel like that that's such an ongoing thread it's one of the reasons why this show is such a comfort food show for us mm-hmm. um because it you know especially when you know especially in 2020 2021 when it came out you know we were all mm-hmm. so isolated um i think that that's part of why this show resonates with us now still mm-hmm. um because it's about these lonely people who you know they're 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 very far away from each other on farms and they're very dependent on these animals and you know that the vet sort of brings everybody together in a way mm-hmm. Yes, and they're also very dependent on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why the whole um, TB testing thing is so tricky because there's a lot of bad feeling about it. It's the government interfering with our lives and we don't want this and we know what we're doing. And um, But also, you know, safety first and you, yes. need, to, and you need to test and et cetera, yes. et cetera, et cetera. All the things we've been saying for the last <laughs> two and a half years. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, can we talk about Tristan for a second? Yes, who yes. Uh, who I feel has not had much in 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 the way. I don't, I'm not sure where his arc is at right now, but he did have two really interesting moments that I think are worth talking about. Mm-hmm. One, uh, when he can't shoot the cow, I yes. thought was really interesting, and yeah. two, his little discussion about how Jess is family, and if anyone hurts Jess, there will be problems oh yes I'm not talking about jazz <laughs> yes um I, I okay um first of all you know one of the things about season two is that it sort of ended with this idea that tristan was going to sort of grow up a bit and then no. we immediately <laughs> you know you and i talked Lacey, you and i talked about in miss scarlet the reversion to the mean um i felt very much like 
season three, episode one, Tristan really reverted to the mean of what he was before and that his arc had sort of been like reset in a way. And I also want to note that it didn't bother me because it's been a year since we'd watched season two. Um, Mm -hmm. so. Uh, but that also the thing is is that he has in a way grown up a little bit um and i do love the gerald mrs hall relationship to be mm-hmm. to be clear um you know even though oh, i totally ship it sorry siegfried you had your moment mm-hmm. <laughs> right like even though there's a fa- even though like i'm sure the show will continue to sort of suggest that mrs hall and siegfried could be endgame should they choose i very much in the same way that i want eliza not to choose william i would very much like mrs hall never to choose siegfried uh- <laughs> I just, I... yeah, they are they are very funny together because there was that moment when they were getting ready for the wedding mm-hmm. and she she was putting her hat on, and they were like an old married couple. Yes, and and and, yeah. and you see that, and they, you know, in, in the in season two there was another moment. Um, I don't remember if this was, I guess it must be the Christmas special because they were under the mistletoe. Um, yeah, but where they sort of like will they or won't they kind of moment, and she already had Gerald at that point, and I would really like her to stick with Gerald, please and thank you. Well, I think she's going to because of class, because that comes into everything. Ah, okay. Because he, because he is that. That is that is that that he is the correct match for her. Whereas Siegfried mm-hmm. is too posh and would be her attempting to go above her station. I'm sorry. Did you guys not hear him talking about how much he and his dog like Jess too? <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh, okay. Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I did love Tristan's little like. I'm not threatening you if you hurt Mrs. Hall, but mm, if you hurt. Mrs. All I am gonna yeah no I did love that <laughs> um and I did love Gerald just playing straight on into it going oh no but I love Jess and yes and and, mm. and, 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 and and this is really all about Audrey and the fact that he is going that, that basically Tristan is giving him permission to uh or, or giving or, or this is the fa- this is as close as he's getting to a family blessing because Lord knows Siegfried won't give him one mm-hmm. yeah yeah I thought um I thought the relationship between Florence and Tristan was so interesting too because you know they've been suggesting Maggie for the last couple seasons oh, and I yeah. never saw that yeah Maggie Maggie got married she um when they're in the pub on the stag night um her husband is there oh i missed that yeah oh, yeah it was oh. it, it was just just a sort of throwaway but um um Maggie uh oh how Searching for words here. Um, Maggie sort of challenged Tristan because she didn't go for all his guff. And he didn't really know what to do about that. And I think that was part of the attraction. And I think the same thing happens with Florence, um, where they obviously know each other. So you're saying he has a type. (laughs) He has a, well, he has a type. That's Maggie until Maggie starts revealing that you know, she isn't a pushover. And Florence also is not a pushover. And I think they actually know each other quite well because they must have sort of grown up together because, you know, um, two veterinarian practices. And um, and so he doesn't try to flirt with her. And it's like, oh, not you. <laughs> and they actually, when when they have her, the dog in the surgery, they work so well together. It is like clockwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It, it's just amazing. Yeah. 
And it's like, well, can't you see this? <laughs> yeah, I, I also want to say that um, one of the things I sort of love is that Tristan has been sort of given this small animal, like, division, mm-hmm. as it were. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to come back to him not being able to shoot the cow, because I think that's actually really important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the kid who did shoot the cow was younger than him. He just signed up. Oh, I thought that was who got in. The, I thought that yeah. was who got in the truck. No, um, he the, no. The, the 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 kid who shoots the cow is the one who's about to go off to war, and it's sort of showing yes. that he's actually like honestly. I took Tristan not being able to shoot the cow and James not being able to shoot the cow as mm-hmm. signs that they were absolutely not soldier material because mm-hmm. it was compared to the kid who has already enlisted then shooting the cow someone has to do it he says oh interesting because i well i don't know if i buy that though because we've seen james shoot animals before so it's not like so it's not quite the same thing i saw the tristan not being able to do it as as i couldn't decide which way I, i came down on this and maybe it's both maybe it's that tristan is not made out for certain aspects of this job or b that he should be in the small animal division yes no i i I would absolutely agree with you on that though at in in the moment i took tristan's inability to shoot the cow as and here's proof why siegfried is right to keep these boys away from the army Mm -hmm. i and i do honestly think that that was a piece of what i was supposed to take away from it i do think you are absolutely correct that it is also a reminder that tristan isn't a farm vet Mm-hmm. And that he will never be a farm vet, and that that and that there was you know his struggles in season one and two to to pass his exams and get to you know wasn't just because he was a party boy at college who wasn't taking his mm-hmm. studies seriously. It's actually because part of him is not cut out to be the kind of vet that Siegfried expected him to be. He's a good vet, but he's not that kind of vet. Yes, so he's he's trying to find and define his professional niche in the practice. I mean, I mean, Siegfried is being Siegfried in the practice, and James is being this sort of entrepreneurial um, man of science. Mm -hmm. You know, the 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 future of the the future of 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 veterinary of uh, of vet practice come to knock on Siegfried's door. Yes, yes, and Tristan is the one who deals with the old ladies and the cuddly animals. But um, his is the one that's going to grow because the whole idea yeah. of having pets is going to grow after World War II. Yes. So yeah. actually, he is he is the most set up of the three, isn't he? Yes. Yes, he is. But but they don't know that. No, I suppose that's true. Yeah. And, you know, um, I don't think this came up in these episodes, but this is a bit of history. Um, the government were encouraging people to kill their dogs and cats. I'm sorry, What? what? Yes. No. <laughs> because they anticipated food shortages. Oh. Wait, they weren't supposed to eat the dogs and cats, were they? No. <laughs> no, but they no, weren't supposed no. to do it that way. The dogs and cats would not take up food that was necessary yes. for humans. Oh, it's not any better, really. No, yeah, because, it's, because... it's really not. Um, yeah, Because people didn't really have dog and cat food then. I mean, you fed them. You might get stuff... Um, from a slaughterhouse, which is called fallen stock. So you get big chunks of cow, but generally it was, you know, a bit of leftovers from whatever everyone had for dinner. And there were certain sorts of fish that people bought and cooked for cats. Mm. 
so yeah, I I I I I didn't know a that. I wish I still didn't know that. Is that gonna come <laughs> up? I mean, this is we are in 1939. It is it yes. is spring of 1939. Now we're going to go into summer. I assume since we have a Christmas episode as our finale, mm-hmm. as always, that we are going to mm-hmm. at some point cross the Rubicon of September. Um, yes, and and have the declaration of war. I don't know if it'll actually be the 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 action. Since uh, Americans may not know this, but in in England, uh, All Creatures Great and Small airs as six episodes, and then the Christmas episode comes at Christmas. So there's a big like break of like three months between episode mm-hmm. six and seven. So episode six is technically the finale of the season, and then the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Here we get them all at once, and so the Christmas episode becomes quote unquote our finale. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's going to be in the 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 original finale or if it's coming mm-hmm. before that. Um, but I'm actually quite curious to see that moment and see you know because it is such especially because of Downton Abbey it's such a striking moment when they declare World War One yeah um and it's such a memorable moment of them all standing there in white um Mm -hmm. on the lawn of 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 Highclere Castle and all that um looking stricken as the world changes and I think that there's a level where I'm sort of expecting Especially because we had that that moment where Mrs. Hall looked up and saw the plane mm-hmm. um, at the end of, of, of season two, that I, I'm expecting that same sort of moment with all of them dressed as they are in their beautiful knitwear on the Yorkshire Dales, standing there frozen, you know, the world is changing. Like, I think I'm expecting that same sort of moment. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving it away. No, that's yeah. what I'm expecting. It is absolutely beautifully done. I was crying, of course. That's my job. <laughs> of course. Okay. So I, I am going to get something like that. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm so glad we're going to come back to this after. Um, one yes. of the useful things about the fact that All Creatures Great and Small has the Christmas episode tacked on is that it has one more episode than everybody else. So like mm-hmm. Vienna Blood and, and Miss Scarlet will end with six episodes and then we have one extra for. Uh, so we actually get to do two episodes on All Creatures since it goes longer. Mm-hmm. And zero on Vienna Blood. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> yes, well, I'm pulling edit. I'm pulling editor's privilege, and that show literally puts me to sleep. So last season, it got its it got its podcast privileges revoked last season, and I have yet to see any reason to reinstate them. <sighs> <laughs> All right, so that is I guess I was going to say, what do we want to see from the rest of the season? But Janet already knows the rest of the season, so she can't answer that. And you just did yours. Yes. So I guess I'll do mine, which is, as always, more cats. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Not being eaten or starved. I gonna. I didn't know I had to put that caveat in there, but I guess I do now. Um, healthy cats that are fine <laughs> and not in any danger. Um, they can be carried about on pillows like Tricky Woo. Right? Do they not deserve? Seriously. Um, more tricky woo, my bestest boy. And I don't know. I'm really, I think I'm most looking forward to Gerald and Mrs. Hall because I love them. Mm -hmm. And also just how Helen kind of fits her way into life at Skeldell House. Because I think I'm really interested to see what the show does with her character when her job is not to be the love interest. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm really curious about that. Um, because you know, Mrs. Hall, both, both, uh, both actresses have sort of suffered in the ensemble from love interest, 
um, from 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 being sort of slotted into the love interest, Mrs. Hall for Siegfried and Helen for James. And I feel like giving her it's one of the reasons why I love Factious Gerald now, because that takes her out of that role. And I really want to see and now that Helen's married, there's no more love interest thing. Now we are partners. I'd love to see. I would also really love to know why she's apparently such a terrible cook, despite the fact that she grew up on a farm. Yes. Isn't that bizarre? Hey, listen, some of us just don't have the talent. OK, some of us just don't. Well, yeah, but she I mean, maybe she's not going to be Julia Child, but she should be able to, like, not set things on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she was in charge of cooking at her dad's house. Like, did they starve? Well, apparently the only good breakfast she cooked was the last one on her wedding day. <gasps> wow. <laughs> now. <laughs> I have questions. I just have questions. It seems un- it seems unlikely. Yeah. Gotta yeah. It seems there. like she would have at least risen to serviceable. Yeah. Edible. Anyway. Yeah. I think she would have learned how to fry eggs because that's such a basic. Yeah. I mean, you know, baby stuffs. Listen, even I can fry eggs. Okay. I don't really like fried eggs, but point made. I can't fry eggs because I don't eat them. I know. I scramble mine. Yes, I do too. Oh my yeah. God. I'm, 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 I'm alone here. I can't handle, I can't handle, it's a, I have a lot of texture issues and I can't handle like Greg loves sunny side up and I just, the oozing, I can't do it. Oh my gosh. It's like sauce. Oh no. It's like it's brains are coming out. No, thank you. <laughs> no, but it's like, it's, 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 it's like you put your, you, it's like you, that's why you put a fried egg on top of the food because you break it and it's like it sauced itself. Ugh. Oh no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, 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 I'm alone among weirdos. Anyway. <laughs> Nasty. Um, please keep all of your thoughts on the correct egg texture to yourself, people. We don't need to refight these battles. <laughs> um, I think that is our show on the first part of All Creatures Great and Small Season 3. We will return to it after the season is over. So here's to cute animals and hopefully no death, I guess. I don't know. It's war. Anyway, um, Janet, thank you for joining us, as always. Oh, my pleasure. And tell the people where they can find you online. Well, I'm on Facebook, um, and I don't do much there. And I'm on Twitter, where I do even less. But, you know, if you put a picture of your cat up, I'll, I'll like it. She will. So, uh, yeah, I've, I'm on Twitter as Janet underscore Mullaney. And who knows what's going to happen to Twitter. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. I'm uh, Annie Bundle, basically everywhere on the internet. Um, you know, Twitter. I'm still on Twitter until you know the heat death of the universe or Twitter's death, um, whichever comes first. Um, you can find me at Miss Annie Bundle on Facebook. You can find pictures of my very fuzzy cats and their very fuzzy bellies at Annie Bundle on Instagram. Um, and Janet does like all cat pictures. I can attest to this because she likes all of mine. Um, I am a staff writer at Elite Daily and the associate editor here at Televisions. And I also freelance around the web. So if you want to know what I'm writing this week, I don't know, just follow me somewhere on social media, whichever social media you choose, um, because I'll probably like re whatever you're supposed to be doing my byline there. Um, I guess that means it's my turn. And I am Lacey MB on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else in the internet. If you want to read more of my ramblings or complaints or, I don't know, retweets of memes and photos of my cats. If you just want the British stuff, the site and the pod are on social media at telly underscore visions on Twitter and televisions blog, all one word on Facebook. Uh, If you like what we do, visit us at televisions.org where you can read more news, stories, recaps, listicles, all kinds of stuff. And click on that donate button up top to help us keep 
making all of this great content and get access to PBS Passport in the meantime, where you can watch the rest of this season of All Creatures or the new season of Miss Scarlet or the new season of Vienna Blood or like 15 other things that are all there for your eyeballs right now. So much Walter's choice. Oh, so much Walter's <laughs> choice. Um, I, I, can't, I can't even with that, but there's a lot. Uh, and other than that, uh, two shows into the new year. I don't know. It's been wild so far. It's been a little weird. We're still here. Hooray. Uh, thanks for being here with us. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Consider getting a flu shot or a COVID booster if you are eligible for either. I have heard horror stories about all of those diseases and several other ones over the past few weeks since the holidays. And it's gross out there. So do what you can to protect yourselves and the people you care about. Uh, thanks as always for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.